0: Good day and welcome, friends, to the court of the Trashy Royals, where our betters, with their fancy titles, have been behaving badly since the beginning of us telling stories about them. Stacy here. Thank you for joining us today. Alicia, who are we kicking off with?
1: Friends, Romans, countrymen, Uh-oh. get your togas and tea out for this week's profile, the first of a little launch trio for us here at Trashy Royals. We are going julio claudian this week with caligula the trashiest royal at least for today <laughs> going deep cut worst of the worst <laughs> going way back okay caligula it is really the worst of the worst except mm-hmm. for maybe nero but hold on to mm-hmm. nero for a moment okay because caligula comes before nero in the history of rome and just wowza caligula is remembered well not fondly Writers of the period, and most certainly after the period, are, well, writers, and as a writer yourself, me too, we like to embellish, we storytell with the words. However, there is enough about Caligula that remains, embellished or not, that even at a minimum baseline would be fairly terrible. (laughs) Caligula was most assuredly A sexual deviant with a god complex. Oh, perfect. A power-hungry and irresponsible, as well as unsuccessful ruler of his people. Caligula's reign doesn't last too long, a little less than four years. He's going to die by the age of 28. Okay, so live fast, die young. Oh my, like how terrible do you have to be to be remembered so badly that you only lived until 28 years old.
0: Yeah, I mean, pretty much when Caligula is applied to contemporary figures, it's not in a good light. It's not flattering. So it, it's not, not
1: flattering. And really, who knows what is gossip or what is exaggeration, but for our purposes today on Trashy Royals, we're going in with all of it. What if we were to believe the trashiest bits about Caligula? What would the trashiest bits be? Hold on to your togas, darlings. It's time to get Roman. Nice. Caligula. We know him by this name, but Caligula is only really a nickname. Caligula means Little Boots. This nickname, (laughs) Little Boots, was given to him by his mother, Agrippina the Older, when he was just a wee lad who liked to play dress up as soldier. Little Boots. That's all Caligula is, is a nickname. It makes sense he grows up in battlefields. His father, Caligula's father, is a big deal too. His name is Germanicus. And Germanicus is a friend of Augustus, Caligula's folks, Agrippina the Older, and Germanicus. Do you think she approved of that? Well, there's an Agrippina the Younger. Of course there is. So just roll with it. I'm just saying, can you imagine? Caligula's folks, Germanicus, and Agrippina are part of the Julian-Claudian dynasty. Way up there in the royal family for multiple generations. Caligula is the great-grandson of Augustus Caesar. They're big deal. Big deal royalty in Roman times. So here's little Caligula. Little Boots its its army brat nickname. But that's not what's on his birth certificate. If there were one in Roman times etched in the tablet... Little Caligula was born Gaius Julius Caesar Germanicus. Oh, wow. Well, Julius Caesar's his
0: relative. Sure. I just, that's a, that's a heavy set of names. It's a lot to etch out on a
1: tablet when you're a baby.
0: I guess it makes sense that Caligula is the name that stuck, given that otherwise it would be quite confusing.
1: Sure. Caligula, Little Boots, Mm -hmm. is born in 12 AD. He is named after his famous relative, Julius Caesar, And little Caligula is in a family with six kids, three boys, three girls. Oh, it's the Brady Bunch. (laughs) We have three daughters. We have two other sons in addition to Caligula. We have Nero, not that one. This is Uncle Nero. Okay. Nephew Nero is who we'll talk about next. Okay. Caligula's brother Nero. Right. So, yeah, Little Boots Nero and Drusus. Hmm. Those are Caligula's brothers. Caligula has three sisters. We have Agrippina the Younger. Sure. <laughs> Julia Drusilla and Julia LaVilla.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm just going to be confused by Roman naming conventions of the time. <laughs>
1: it's okay. You're, you're going to know them all by the time we get done because they all play a factor in our story. Okay. When Little Boots is born. The current ruler of Rome is Tiberius, who is not a good dude either. Like, <laughs> what a what a
0: what shoddy fortune for the people of Rome.
1: <laughs> well, Tiberius, you could say Caligula will look up to you and he gets to be so rotten because I learned it by watching you, Tiberius. Tiberius is the uncle of Germanicus, Caligula's dad. Like, it's, it's all in the family. Okay. Okay. And this is terrible. Caligula's dad, Germanicus, is pretty popular. And Tiberius is not a fan of how popular Germanicus is. So when Little Boots is about two years old, Germanicus dies very mysteriously. Oh, is it? On campaign, away from his family. Okay. Probably poison. No one knows, but Germanicus, out. G-Man, out. Now, little Boots, little Caligula is with his mom, Agrippina the Elder, and his brothers and sisters for a hot minute. And it looks like Caligula's brothers, Nero and Drusus, will be appointed heirs of Tiberius. But nay. Tiberius, pretty paranoid and also really cruel. And if you come at the... Emperor, you Mm -hmm. best not miss. Yep. And they don't even get a chance to miss because Tiberius and all of his paranoia is going to make a note of how he had to get rid of Germanicus and he's going to go ahead and soon purge Caligula's family. Big purge. His mother, Agrippina the Older, and all her kids get slung up in what is known as history as the Treason Trials. This particular batch happens in 29 AD, the treason trials. So what happens? Nero, older brother, dies. Drusus, the other brother, in prison. Mom is banished to Pandateria. His sisters are exiled. The family, poor Caligula, his family's decimated at the cruel hands of Tiberius.
0: Well, and we are Soon to come up on the 2000th anniversary of these horrible events. So mark your calendars, friends. Well, it gets worse.
1: You haven't even heard worse. We're not even there. I'm we're just, not even to the I'm, top ten of We're worse. just
0: six years shy of the 2000th anniversary of the treason trials. Caligula's
1: family. Family of Germanicus. Purged. Mm-hmm. Exiled. Right. Out. Right. Except for Little Caligula. Boots, yeah. Little Boots, who's now a teenager, is left... He's young, he's a teenager, and he is sent to stay on the Isle of Capri at the invitation of Tiberius, but it wasn't really an invitation for the Imperial Pleasure Palace. It was more like Caligula, you're going to be my prisoner on the Isle of Capri. Caligula's here for six years, which, you know, maybe count your blessings. At least I'm alive. I'm at the Imperial Pleasure Island, and they don't treat me too badly here. Yeah. You know, he settles in, gets to know where his bedroom is and stuff, and then... It sounds sunny. Lo and behold, here comes Tiberius. Nice weather,
0: nice beaches.
1: No, Tiberius is going to take a six-year-long vacation in Capri to torture Caligula. Oh. Okay, less good. So, here's Caligula... With the man, Tiberius, who's banished or killed his whole family. And that would be one thing that would be likely perhaps to do some psychological damage. But then Tiberius, he's going to go one step further. Tiberius will bring Caligula in to watch all of Tiberius's sexual sadist stuff and downright cruelty. He plays death games. Like they go to the top of the palace and tiberius tortures his victims before he pushes them off the the roof the roof it's charming tiberius is a terrible monster torture exploits and here's caligula watching learning from old tiberius and maybe caligula is just trying to stay alive like you make friends with your captor and your abuser. Yeah. But it does some deep psychological damage sure. to Caligula. I mean, you're trying hard not to get pushed off that roof. Tiberius will say that he is nursing a viper of the Roman people. Mm-hmm. Nursing a viper. That is how he is training mm-hmm. Caligula to mm-hmm. be Caligula. Great. Oh, there's also a prophecy. You got to have a prophecy. There's always,
0: yeah, there's always a prophecy. Okay, so
1: when Caligula was a child, there's an astrologer that predicts Caligula has as much chance of becoming emperor as crossing the Baye Bay on horseback. Now the Baye Bay, this is a very long piece of sea land. This is going to come back in the future. But the thing I need you to know about this prophecy is that Tiberius is paying the astrologer Thrasylus of Mendes, to say these things to Caligula. Little Boots gets a prophecy paid for by Tiberius. Between that childhood implanting of thought by Tiberius and the cruel torture, weird education he's gotten at Capri. Okay, just bookmark those. Caligula spends six years in captivity with Tiberius, staying alive, but at What cost to his human soul? Caligula will be named co-heir of Tiberius, along with Tiberius's grandson. Tiberius, at this point, is old. He finally, 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 Tiberius does dies March eighteenth, in thirty-seven A.D., at the age of seventy-seven. Long, terrible reign. Right, so.
0: Yeah, Caligula has spent the better part of a decade being nursed as a viper. Okay.
1: For the Roman people. Sure. Huzzah! Okay. So Tiberius, finally. God bless the emperor. Long live the emperor. Caligula is named the new emperor by the senate. And Caligula, like, new dawn, new day. For the first six months of Caligula's reign, it goes pretty well. Because, right... The Roman people had been ruled by Tiberius for a long time, and he was old. And here comes young, 25 little boots, shaking things up. There are bonuses given to soldiers. There are games and parties all over Rome. Caligula's bringing back the good times. New dawn, new day. It's a party. He's young. The people rejoice in all of this revelry. Let the good times roll. So he was only emperor for three years. Yeah. Less than four, yeah. Okay. First six months are the best. Sure. Well, honeymoon. (laughs) Let the good times roll for six months. Oh, also, at this time, Caligula Ah, is reunited with his sisters. His exiled sister. sure. Okay. But alas, the good times do come to an end. Caligula, about six months into his reign, is struck by a mysterious illness. It is unproven what... This is. Maybe it's poisoning. Maybe it's a health condition. For about a month, though, Caligula is unconscious, Hmm. out. No hope or chance for recovery. No one knows what's going on. Like, Caligula is near death and no one expects him to survive. Hmm. So, the Senate, other nobles are like, great, glad we have a co-heir. We have Tiberius's grandson. So, if Caligula dies. We won't be emperorless. Sure. Let's go ahead and get grandson set up for success here. But like a month later, Caligula wakes up and boy, does he. Oh, and when he wakes up, now he's just cruel and sadistic and mean. Like a complete and total change of personality. Caligula is like yellow in this new life that he has been given.
0: Are there any like... Do
1: modern, you know, medical scholars have any thoughts on what? Hypothyroidism. Maybe he was poisoned. Maybe it was lead. The Mm. gamut runs. A lot of options. A lot of options for what it could have been. what? No one knows. It's a mystery. Okay. But he wakes up. YOLO. Completely changed personality. And you think about the different ways that history could turn, right? Had... Caligula died here. Hey, no harm, no foul. Sure, his grandmother Antonia had caught him in bed at a younger age with his sister Drusilla. Hmm. So, you know. I mean. There were some pretty bad things he got groomed to do with Tiberius. But had Caligula died then and there, we would have had some incest, some torture. You know. Yeah. People like him. Uh, he'd go down as an okay ruler. It was six, fun for a few six, months. Yeah,
0: six months of partying and But the what lingerie. happens next,
1: right? Mm-hmm. But that does not happen because Caligula, YOLO, takes on many, many unattractive qualities. Let's talk about them. At this point, super fun paranoia sets in.
0: Oh, great. You you like powerful people
1: who are paranoid. That's so the grandson of Tiberius that was getting set up And all of Caligula's aides that were helping the grandson of Tiberius get set up, anybody who tried to help facilitate that if, in fact, Caligula had died, well, he killed them all. Well, they were assassinated or made to commit suicide. Made to commit suicide is a thing in Rome. They won't actually kill you, but they'll let you Kill yourself to... This is like Socrates being absolutely. handed a you cup bet. of It's not an walk. unusual punishment for, okay. well, you did it to yourself. I gave you the poison and made you take it, sure. but you did it to yourself. No harm, no foul. Wow, okay. Paranoia. Anybody who's helped anybody but Caligula off with their heads. Caligula also, at this point, develops quite a bit of a god complex, which is cool, cool. So in Rome, emperors become gods after they die in Roman times, but not while they're alive. Right. He's just going to run on ahead. Yeah, it's kind of one of the perks of dying is, whoa, I get to be celebrated as a god. And this is where it kind of goes badly because Caligula, alive with no good reason to be yellow, he will now begin to compare himself to Jupiter. He says he's hanging with Hercules. Hercules is his homeboy. Uh Uh-huh. Caligula will take all the statues of all the other gods in all of the temples in Rome and have their faces lopped off and his face put on them instead. Yikes. That's a god complex. Uh Uh-huh. Then there was that one fun time that Caligula makes it to the shores of the English Channel. He doesn't go to England. He wants to be a great warrior. Little boots. He Mm -hmm. wants to be big boots, right? Sure. And so he makes it all the way to watch the English Channel, looking at Britannia from across the English Channel. But I told you he was a crap ruler. He has literally no plan besides this.
0: (laughs) We've marched across France. We have marched
1: across the (laughs) Upper Peninsula, and we're staring at the English Channel. And now he commands. Ready? This is his big plan. His soldiers who've walked all this way, To now wage war on Poseidon by throwing all of their artillery in the English Channel. Okay. Now that plan. Strategery. Doesn't go great. Mm -hmm. He does not defeat Britannia, but he goes a really long way. Or, Or Poseidon, most likely. Or Poseidon. Yeah, it was, you know, Poseidon had his day that day. So they march all the way back to Rome where Caligula dresses his soldiers up like Britons to parade through the town like he's actually captured something. Fake news. Oh my yes. gosh, what a weirdo. Okay. I would like to let you know that Caligula is not known as a very wise or very astute military leader. Okay, so let's get into the incest bit here for a second. So Caligula reunited with the sisters. He and Drusilla his great love, his sister, and great love, pick back up where they have left off, at least into her death at the age of 20. Caligula's daughter will be named in honor of his sister, Drusilla, as well. But before Drusilla dies, there are accounts that have been documented that claim that Caligula bedded all three of his sisters together in public with his wife watching down from above. So kind of a tiered hierarchy of bad, bad things. I mean, I realize that in different times there were different mores, uh, however. So I like you bring this up. Let's go ahead and set the Roman period into perspective here and talk about etymology. Incest literally translates to not pure. Right. It doesn't mean, hey, I'm getting it on with my sibling. It just it's impure. And the Romans, no doubt, got up to a lot. But even siblings doing it in Roman times probably pushed it a little too far. OK,
0: so all yeah. right.
1: there's something to keeping it in the family, keeping it in the bloodlines. This is where you'll see an uncle get with a niece or like in the family dynasty stuff, you see that, but incest is even a step too far. Not that kind of familiarity. So Caligula, bedding his three sisters while Rome watches with his wife on top watching all of it. Quite a visual. When Caligula's sister Drusilla does die at the age of 20, very young, good Lord, the public all of Rome is made to mourn for two months. Drusilla is turned into a goddess. Mm. She's now known as Diva Drusilla. And Caligula refuses to part with her body. Mm. We do come across this from time to time, don't we? Yeah. Okay. So let's go to 39 AD. Caligula has been emperor for about two years now. And he is headline news everywhere. YOLO, New Dawn, New Day, it's going badly. All of his exploits, which are numerous and all terrible, are headline news. Let's mention here in 39 that Caligula falls in love with Melonia Sazonia. <laughs> Sorry. Melonia. Sure,
0: Kay Sonia is fact how that, you'd
1: say it in Latin, but sure, Melonia. Right. The fact right. that it's
0: a little rhymy in our telling is...
1: Melonia. Let's talk about her. Maybe she's divorced. Maybe she's a widow. Maybe she's a sex worker. She has three kids. And apparently Melonia is not too remarkable to look at. But as they say in history, she uses what she has. So she's full of charm. Okay. Melonia has something that rocks Caligula's world. Rumors will abound that Melonia uses a love potion on Caligula to enchant him. But Caligula doesn't need much enchanting. Maybe Melonia just puts up with him. Because Caligula's weird, super weird by this point, And plays really cruel games with her. Here's a few fun ones. Caligula will parade Melonia around naked such as his love and pride and admiration in her physical form. Caligula will take a knife and uh, push it against her throat before kissing her throat, saying, I can kill you at any moment and you would love it. Yeah. Murder somehow is foreplay for Caligula. Flirting is torture, it's game. Melonia handles it somehow, but again, Caligula isn't too much longer for this world, and well, he has some other activities, so there are so many things to do in Rome as a psychopathic megalomaniac. I got quite a few things in this listing here, maybe it's a top ten, these go from downright terrible to downright unspeakable, let's get into Caligula's claims to fame. Cue up the list. In no particular order, but I really did try to go from just bad to pretty rotten. Caligula loves to stop weddings. He likes to travel around, find a young couple thoroughly in love, and Caligula will walk in. Does anyone here object? Yes, I do. He will take the bride or the groom, have his way with them, come back, where I guess everybody's just eating cake and drinking now without a wedding having happened, and then let the person he had defiled know they can never get married again. You're mine now. I'll never see you again. I may kill you after this, but you're not allowed to get married if you do live. I would think that wedding planners
0: would strongly encourage destination weddings. <laughs> Keep for their locations their
1: very undercover. Really far away. All right, Calicula It's another fun thing. Loves to bed. The wives of his senators and fellow nobles. Of course. Now, the fun part about Caligula's sadistic twist on this is he will do that and then come back to report to the spouse about how their spouse was in the sack. Sure. This is BDSM with zero consent whatsoever. Yeah. He would approach the couple, just pick the one that he wants, And then come back and, you know, chit-chat about how it all went down. And dude is not at all discriminatory. Foreign youths, hostages, nobles, wives of nobles, doesn't matter. Sex is the thing. And Caligula, not discreet at all.
0: It actually sounds like power is the thing. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay, so add to that. Okay, YOLO, paranoia. It gets worse. Go ahead and add to this. Serial killer mentality. Hmm. Like straight up psychopath. Caligula likes to draw out your torture and your pain, alas, to your point, that power trip. He's not going to let you die quickly or easily. Your fear and or compliance is part of his power complex. And the more power Caligula gets, the more promiscuous and sadistic he becomes. Now, about Caligula, if you're running around Rome, the thing I want you to be aware of, you better not stare at his bald spot. Because if he catches you, he'd kill you just as soon as look at you. Apparently, the rumor mill goes that Caligula is very hairy everywhere else, but Caligula, little boots, is super sensitive about his little bald, his little patch of bald. And honestly, Caligula's not a lot to behold for as much as he has to say about the appearance of everyone else. Right. He's skinny. He's pale. He's balding. He's menacing though. (laughs) One of his favorite things to do is practice his meanest, vilest and worst expressions in the mirror Hmm. to make sure you are appropriately terrified when he was torturing you. Everybody needs to fear him at all times, but yeah, don't look at his bald spot. It's going to go badly.
0: So he's very hairy except for that one, Spot on his head. Correct. Cool, 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 cool.
1: Then there was that time that Caligula cut the hands off one of his servants who he caught stealing and then paraded the hands and the servant around to his dinner party. Sure. That kind of ruins a dinner party, I think, but whatever. Oh, Caligula. Man, let the good times roll. He's spending all kinds of cash. Here's one fun thing. He would clear out the palace, remove it from furniture, like clear it out. Then Caligula would hire bands and sex workers and get food and alcohol and invite throngs of people to get loose and participate in these mass orgies, aided along by professional orgy makers. Hmm.
0: Event planning in Rome was really something.
1: <laughs> he really loves parties, though. Sure. One of Caligula's favorite types of parties to throw is he will get all members and generations of a family present that he wants to kill and make all the generations watch each other dying. He's terrible, terrible. And part of that, remember your compliance is needed. He makes all those people pretend like they're having a good time while they're watching the...
0: Their loved ones be murdered.
1: Correct. That's... Wow. There are a lot of animal offerings bears and lions and flamingos and stuff, but it turns out there are some folks who want in on this free-spending, wild-living administration. It releases something Caligula's reign does within a certain sect of his followers. And again, Rome is pretty loose, but even Caligula goes too far for Rome. It's good to be emperor, I guess. Caligula also spends a lot of money on what are called Nemi ships, N-E-M-I, their floating orgy palaces, <laughs> uh, all the amenities. There are many floors in these floating barges of hedonism. I mean, it, it takes a special
0: kind of person to make an orgy sound terrible.
1: Caligula does it. Mazel, man. <laughs> Woo. Okay, so let's get back. Remember the prophecy? Yeah. Okay, yeah. and what is Caligula's most infamous building project in 39 AD. It was a big, big year. <laughs> the Baye Bay. There's a Roman palace on one side and many, 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 many miles of water over to a complex of temples on the other side. It would be impossible to cross on horseback, right? Like it just, it, until you build, a it's bridge. a lot of miles mm-hmm. until you build a bridge. So it wouldn't be weird for the astrologer to predict, like, you'll never be emperor. It's it's a physical impossibility. Right. Until Caligula in 39 AD builds a floating bridge hmm. to be able to let himself cross on horseback. Now, he's partying with Neptune in addition to his homeboy Hercules sure. and Jupiter. He sure. takes on more of a god complex. I mean, Poseidon's
0: still out on the loose, though.
1: Oh, my God. All Caligula needs is a manifesto written in very, very frightening handwriting, right? Mm-hmm. He's ready to do some damage. So we talked about horses. I got one final top ten for you. Good Lord. Incitatus. Incitatus is Caligula's favorite horse. And Caligula will make Incitatus a senator Uh huh. Uh-huh. in the sure. Roman Senate. Right. And maybe... This is just to humiliate the Senate. Like, this is how highly I think of you is that my horse can do this. Yeah. But Caligula really does think highly of his horse. The horse has, Incantatus has a marble stall, an ivory manger, purple blankets, the color of royalty. Mm -hmm. And purple dye is like the most expensive. You don't give your horse purple blankets, but Incantatus has them. The horse has his own home, just like a house. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A
0: hey, a horse is a horse, of course. Of course. I don't think
1: instantatus talks, but that is not recorded. Does Caligula think Incentatus talks though? Probably. Now it is no likely big surprise to you by now, Stacy, that Caligula is running out of cash. The treasury's wiped out. He's had to devalue his currency and the economy. Hey, he'd been dictating things since the beginning of time. From all the spending on the floating orgy ships, Mm -hmm. the failed trip to the English Channel, the floating bridge, the multiple party time. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Replacing all the statues is not sustainable, Caligula's level of spending. And here, Caligula is going to implement the thing that wiped out his family all those years ago it's time to resurrect the treason trials oh my god so if caligula does this if he executes people in the treason trials he guess can what take their money not only their money triple bonus their money their lands and all their goods right exactly this makes this is a lot one of sense. reason in rome why maybe you would go ahead and kill yourself if you commit suicide, the person who kills you doesn't get to claim your stuff. It goes to your family. Oh, there there's a lot of different rules here. That is mm-hmm.
0: an interesting bit of legal ease right there. Okay, Correct. so
1: but Caligula, low on cash, brings back the treason trials, executes at least hundreds, if not thousands, perhaps tens of thousands. No one really knows. It is a bloodbath. Literally in 41 AD, the good times will come to an end on the way to Alexandria because Caligula's going to take a little trip. He needs to be worshiped as a God mm-hmm. and there's no better place to do that than Alexandria. So he's packing up, ready to take his, I'm going to hang out with my homebrew God journey. Caligula needed something to do for the season. Here he is assassinated. By <laughs> Like the one remaining <laughs>
0: human that
1: he is not murdered? Well, maybe it's his friends. Maybe it's the Senate. Maybe it's an unruly mob. It's a bunch of folks on Palantine Hill. Caligula is slain like his famous ancestor, Julius Caesar. And Caligula is stabbed 30 times. Mm. And it is the end of YOLO. Good. <laughs> Unfortunately, Caligula's love, Melonia, and their daughter, Drusilla, are also killed in this Palatine Hill stabbing. Okay. I mean, well, you have no chance of pesky lineage mm-hmm. cropping up. And thus, Caligula is out. Gone to the history books or not. His reign, less than four years. Caligula will be remembered forever with a bad reputation and not the kind with a catchy beat. He's pretty darn terrible.
0: Alicia, how many trashy crowns does our boy Caligula get?
1: I don't know. This one's tough. I mean, he is a mentally unhinged person. Indeed. Truly. Even if half of what was written about Caligula has some form of truth in it, I mean, his story is just off the rails. I mean, yeah, let's give a little bit of leeway for childhood trauma, but I'm certain Rome had therapists, too, perhaps. Yeah, I don't think you need to go to those lengths just because of childhood trauma. Even for Rome, Caligula is way out there. He goes way too far between the killings, the assault, the general terribleness of it all. Like, his life of sadistic pleasure only got him so far in Rome. It had him dying at the age of 28. Hmm. I'm going with 28 trash crowns. Seems good. And the wash of trauma in your wake, my dude. Caligula. 28 trash crowns. Seems Seems, good. Yeah. Seems seems fair. Hey, thanks everybody so much for tuning in. We're gonna come back and take the next part of this arc. Stacy, you're going a little anti-Roman for us next time. Anti-Roman.
0: Yeah. Through the story of Boudica,
1: English warrior queen, as it were. So stay tuned for that one. You can do it. Just keep on playing. Sure. Be sure to subscribe now to Trashy Royals. Do not miss a minute of the fun coming for you every Thursday, beginning May 4th. May the 4th be with you. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Fare thee well until we doth meet again. Keep those crowns on your head. Keep an eye on that trashy throne. We don't have a clever sign-off yet. Working on it. We're workshopping. Workshopping. Workshopping it all. Thanks again, everybody, for coming. Can't wait to see you next time. At the Court of the Trashy Royals. Big love. Bye. Bye.